Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Tasty Tidbits Podcast. Get ready to receive rich, well-seasoned, and tasteful tidbits to transform your life. Each week, Dr. Tiffany comes to you with inspirational encouragement and thought-provoking interviews to help you revolutionize your walk with God. Are you hungry for more of His presence? Then get ready. And now, your host, pastor, author, and motivational speaker, Dr. Tiffany Watkins. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to Tasty Tidbits. I am your host, Dr. Tiffany Watkins. I'm excited to be with you on another exciting episode today. I'm especially excited to have our guest today, Austin Wheeler. And I'm going to give you a little bit of information about Austin on today, and then we're going to let him tell a little bit more about himself. But Austin spends his time working with dads on being able to balance all things uh, that life throws at them in a timely manner, whether it be uh, to cut their body fat percentage in half. He also does his three pillar method schedule, uh, fan food and activity integration. When we, he says, when we combine all these things, we get uh, moving forward and we get the moving and feeling better than we've ever had in years. So welcome Austin and thank you for being a part of the podcast today. How are you? I'm doing great, thanks for having me. Uh, Thank you so much for being on. I'm truly excited about having you on today because I'm even on my journey of being healthy. So I know the listeners will uh, receive a lot of good information as well as I today. But would you tell the listeners a little bit more about yourself? So kind of like you just said, I I work with dads a lot of kind of losing weight and taking care of yourself, whether that's building muscle or whatever your particular goals are. A lot of it comes down to having everything kind of planned out ahead of time and knowing where we're going and what we're doing. So that as far as getting everything scheduled that we need to get done in a day is Mm -hmm. is one of one of my larger focuses. Good, good. So this is something that I have to hear and I'm interested in hearing about and I'm sure that the listeners would like to hear it as well. But is it possible to eat our favorite foods and still get leaner? Yes, 100%. (laughs) (laughs) Right, that's what everybody likes to hear. Uh Here's here's the catch, so to speak, right? Uh There's there's always something. Now, typically, a lot of your favorite foods are not super unhealthy. Even the foods that you know as being unhealthy really aren't that bad for you. What it comes down to is typically processing in the ingredients list going into that food so you don't have to look at a whole a whole group of foods and think oh that's bad for me like you can make brownies and cookies that are protein packed and and great for you you know it's just about one or am i gonna actually make the food myself ahead of time so i know exactly what's going in it and mm-hmm. two, am I being mindful kind of of what ingredients may not particularly aid me in getting getting where I want to go? So it's less about the foods, more about are we paying attention to what's in the foods? Hmm. Because you know, I heard someone say Austin uh, before that you know um, individuals sometimes say, "Well, I can you know I eat healthy all the time, but it seems like I'm not losing weight." 
And um, I heard one person say, well, it's even though you eat healthy, it's in the portions and how much you eat. Do you agree with that? Yes, I do. So basic math, I guess, that we're typically looking for is how many calories are coming in versus how many calories are going out. Mm I think one of the one of the biggest kind of oh wow factors that I've gone through and, and found with a client before is I'm saying, well, I eat a super healthy lunch every day. Why am I not losing weight? It's like, okay, what are you eating for lunch? Salad. All right. What <laughs> kind of what kind of salad dressing? And he's like, why, why does that matter a lot? <laughs> like, well, and this is kind of kind of about what I was saying before, right? We want to look to ingredients as opposed to a food group. So he wasn't losing weight eating salads because the dressing had so much oil and preservatives in it that he was adding maybe an extra three to 400 calories per every salad just mm. in the dressing. And it's like, well, you're eating more calories of dressing then you're eating calories of food for lunch. So just because it's a healthy food doesn't, or it's just because it's labeled as a healthy food doesn't necessarily mean that somebody took the time to to look through the ingredients and make sure it didn't have a ton of what, we, honestly, if I was going to simplify it, usually what we're looking for is like seed oils, different preservatives, different vegetable oils and that sort of thing. They're very calorie dense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the key word that you said and that I've heard before too, as well as calorie dense foods. You you have yeah. to be very careful about those foods that are very calorie dense. And most people wouldn't think that dressing would be. And when I get my dressing, a lot of times I'll just do vinegar. You know, I don't, you know, because I don't think well, you can help me out, Austin. Is vinegar okay for a salad? Just plain vinegar, not that vinaigrette, but just plain apple cider vinegar. It's significantly better than pretty much any any style of dressing I could think of. Mm-hmm. Good, good. That's good to know. So now when it comes to fitness, what is the difference between consistency and perfection? Uh, one is, I would say one of them is needed and one of them a lot of people think you need. As far as kind of my interactions with clients and friends, I feel like people think you need to be working out seven days a week and mm -hmm. eating the same chicken, broccoli, rice, yes. and, <laughs> and this, that, and the other. And it's like, well, I woke up today and had, I think it was like a, I don't know what I call it exactly. Maybe, maybe you might know being that this is a little bit more, more about cooking, right? Uh-huh. Take take some hash browns and you kind of I think it's kind of like poutine, but not with any gravy. You cover hash browns with this morning I did chorizo and egg, like a, a scramble between chorizo and egg. And it and it kind of tastes like a like an animal fry sort of deal, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But you made it at home. So it's there's there's no extra oils going in, there's no extra greases. It's just potatoes, chorizo, and eggs. Oh, wow. And, you know, but, uh, when you were saying that, I was thinking because I was like, you know, I hear meal prep, meal prep, meal prep. And I'm just like, that just sounds so boring. Like, just eating the same thing every, every, every day. <laughs> right. It is, to be honest. It is. My thing with my thing <laughs> with meal prep, again, it's kind of consistency over perfection sort of a deal. 
if you can, so like for me, making meat or making a protein is typically the thing that requires the most cleanup, Mm -hmm. which (laughs) makes it my least favorite (laughs) because of that. The way I look at things is I'll meal prep just the meat that I need. And then, so it's like, you still have the, I've got food at home mentality that keeps you from eating McDonald's and whatnot, but also you haven't made an entire meal yet. So there's still the variation in in what you're going to eat. Mm-hmm. And so you, is perfection more um, like, for instance, uh, you like you said earlier, like seven days a week, you're just working out seven days a week. You're only, you're being strict at what you eat um, and just, you know, not bending from that. And I, I find a lot of times that if you get to that, and I don't want to get to that point, and I know a lot of listeners don't, and I've heard people talk about this, you don't want to quit too soon because uh, you get overextended. You you work out too much at the beginning. So, you know, um, what's a comfortable place to start, would you say? I work out twice a week. Mm-hmm. Sometimes three times a week if I'm feeling really motivated. Mm-hmm. And, and y'all and see think- Austin's pictures now. He works out <laughs> twice a week. <laughs> well... Well, so so here's the thing. I'm I'm 25 now. I've been uh-huh. working out since I was 14 years old. Mm-hmm. You don't need this this whole seven days a week thing. Let's let's go super hard. I've I've done it. I've tried it before. Doesn't work. It hurts a lot. It hurts more than it helps. You're, typically, your body can't actually rebuild itself in that time frame. So it's just causing you more damage than than helping you. Mm-hmm. Thanks for saying that, Austin, because I, I was talking with my sister and she's trying to get the exercise. And I told her, well, when I got consistent with just working out two days a week, I saw results, you know, and if you, oh, you yeah. know, you and if you watch your eating, you're not overeating, you can still eat what you want, but you just have to count your calories and your portions. And like you said, um, the density of the food, if you kind of watch that, you can do it. I've started, you know, because I have a personal trainer on one day a week because I'm trying to build more muscle. Uh, and it is like, it, it is tough. And I was like, I don't know if I could do do another day. So I'm just like, three days a week is going to be for me. I, I can't do any more. So I'm glad to hear you say that. <laughs> <laughs> Two days is all that's necessary. Yes, yes. So um, in order to lose weight, um, do I have to stick with a specific plan? Yes and no. Like I've, I guess it it kind of all depends on what you mean by specific plan. So specific plan for me helping somebody lose weight may say we want to look for a specific amount of calories and a specific amount of protein. You can eat what you want to within that realm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some people that think a specific plan means kind of like what we were saying: work out seven days a week and chicken broccoli and rice and if your plan is too specific it's going to end up causing you to to burn out before Mm -hmm, anything mm -hmm. now there are also a lot of people online who i I call it they they go program jumping so it's like i tried this workout plan for a week and it didn't help so i'm doing this workout plan for a week it's like a week is not long enough for for you to be on (laughs) 
one particular specific plan. So in terms of specific plan, it doesn't have to be like an Olympic level athlete, an Olympic level athlete level of detail and what you're doing. But what but whatever you're doing, it's it's gotta be something that you're sticking to for at least three to four months. Mm-hmm. And you know, Austin, I found that and, and Austin's gonna get you his information as well uh before we leave today so you can get more information on how to keep in contact with him but you have to know what works for you and i think austin you agree with this you have to know what works best for you to keep you going and for me um taking a class or taking having someone to coach you along the way it gives you a level of accountability so that you just won't lay in the bed you know some people are super motivated and yeah and but for me I'm so busy I have like things to do every day it's like I'm overworked so it's like I have to plan um that work up time in and make sure I have somebody that's on me I'm that type of person that has to have somebody on me if not then I'll tend to let myself go and so I think sometimes it's better to have uh, well I know it is to have a plan so what do you think about that Austin do you agree with that yeah, it's like like having a plan to be to be honest, having a plan that you designed with like no prior knowledge mm-hmm. is, is gonna be better than than having mm-hmm. no plan at all. Like when I look at look at the comparison, it's like would I would I take having a plan done by a five year old or would I take having no plan at all? Like I would take having <laughs> a plan done by a five year old. If those are my two options, I I would say that's how important it is to to have everything scheduled ahead of time. Now there are some things kind of like we were talking about with meal prep where you're making one part of the meal and everything else you can kind of change. Right. So you don't want to plan ahead so much so that it's like life is miserable because I, right now I, in 27 hours, I know exactly where I'm supposed to be. And, and I know exactly that I'm eating chicken with no seasoning and sauce and rice again right we don't want it to be so specific that you feel like you're not you anymore exactly finding (laughs) finding that balance i would say so we can accomplish progress as quickly as possible is going to be the most important thing Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. for me what that looks like is i know that protein and a potato carb source is a pretty good meal for for me in terms of getting me moving my like a pre-workout and and all of that there are a lot of different ways to make potatoes if you steam potatoes they come out dry and and not the best at least in my experience but i also know how to steam things that well Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. because of that it's like eh, well when i think about that i'm not looking forward to i'm not looking forward to eating the food that i'm supposed to be eating I'm looking forward to cheating on that diet, right? Right. <laughs> now, when you take a potato, cut it into fry strips, air fry, and now you've got these crispy, crunchy French fries. It's like, oh, well, now I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. So, so it's all about kind of, I guess, mainly in terms of your plan. You want to keep it something that you actively say, hey, I'm looking forward to that. And if you can actively say, hey, I'm looking forward to that, then you're probably in a good, pretty good place, right? If you're going to do something consistently, it's going to be better than you doing something perfect. Mm-hmm. That's so true. So that- planning things that you are excited to do 
is a huge part of, of actually getting that plan done. That's so true. That is so true. So now in terms of fitness, how important is sleep? Very important. It gets more and more important the older you get. But sleep is going to be one of the one of the most important places that your hormones are regulating and everything. That's mm -hmm. I think I think people kind of us underestimate sleep. But one, your your hormones are going to balance themselves while you're sleeping in terms of mainly insulin and cortisol coming down, which is going to be great for for overall progress. But two, and this is kind of the I guess the example that that I usually give for this, try and make things in analogies and then they're I think a little bit easier to understand. When you when you're working out, right? Lifting weights. Mm-hmm. We're we're tearing the muscle kind of I don't want you to think about like we're tearing the muscle, destroying it, but we are putting micro micro tears throughout the muscle that our body needs to rebuild, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like I, I guess I would say remodeling, remodeling a kitchen, right? Everybody wants to go work out seven days a week and, and do this and that, right? That's kind of like taking the sledgehammer through your kitchen. That's the fun part, <laughs> <laughs> right? You get to go destroy the kitchen, uh -huh. make way for the new countertop. That sleep period is you actually putting in the new countertop. So I think people, people assume that going to the gym is where you're building muscle, but it's, you're building muscle when you're sleeping, going to the gym. I just want you to think about as the swing That's a good point. Mm -hmm. of the remodeling and nothing mm -hmm. more, but you've got to go home and figure out how you're going to get that new countertop in the kitchen or else you've got what a hole where your kitchen used to be and then why it's sticking out everywhere. And that's not good. Mm. So look, you're looking at it kind of like, like a remodel sleep is, you want to look at sleep as almost everything outside of the original teardown. Mm hmm. And, you know, and I'm thinking about that because with me, I'm always up late and I know a lot of people that are up late and, uh, you know, I try to take natural supplements to try to help me to relax, you know, or to calm down so that I can get that sleep because, you know, what, like you said, there's a hole that'll be left there. And that's just something you pointed out that's so good uh, is that we have to um, try to find that way to get sleep. So for instance, if we don't get enough sleep at night, can we make up with it with napping? Um, and what is the amount? Should it be about six to eight hours of sleep? Or what do you think about that? Six to eight hours of sleep is pretty ideal. Um, okay. I wouldn't. I often would tell people try and catch up with napping. You want to, the, the way your body processes sleep, you sleep in, in levels and layers. Mm -hmm. Your deepest sleep is going to be kind of towards the middle of when you're usually asleep. So if you break it down into multiple shorter periods, you have less time where you're in that deep sleep, mm -hmm. where you're mm -hmm. in REM sleep, where your deepest stage of sleep. It's going to come close to the middle. So, if you're breaking it up too much, then you, you miss out on a lot of your deeper sleep. Wow. That's a great point. Great point. All right. So I don't have anything against naps. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, because of because of that, I don't want you to rely on them necessarily. 
So that kind of comes down to the scheduling and pre-planning, right? Where it's mm-hmm. like, I'm going to make a plan to have my phone down by eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's the easiest way to be in bed by 10. If I'm looking at my phone at 9.45 on YouTube, I'm going to be on my phone till two in the morning. I know this about myself. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> I'm right. going to watch random videos on the History Channel talking uh-huh. about like how the pyramids <laughs> got built and all of these things. Right, That's where my right. mind is at three in the morning. Not mm-hmm. useful to what I need to do tomorrow. Right, so planning on shutting certain things down at certain times is going to be one of the easiest ways to get yourself in bed faster. For me, it's my phone in this in this YouTube application that's on mm-hmm. that phone always getting me in trouble. So mm-hmm. that's I guess a little a little personal example. Mm-hmm. Phone is phone is down by 8 so I can be in bed by 10. I can eat dinner in those last 2 hours or do some stretching, maybe a nice little bit of light yoga, but finding finding what your particular thing is is going to be the most important most important part. Great, great, great. Well, you know, um, many people wonder if lifting weights or doing cardio will burn fat faster. What would you say? Lifting weights is going to be the easy answer to that. Um, mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of like a uh, looking at like a kitchen knife versus a Swiss Army knife in terms of how they're burning calories. So in lifting weights, you're going to burn calories while you lift weights. But kind of going back to that kitchen example, you're burning calories the whole time you heal from a weightlifting session. Mm. Oh, when all of those those micro tears are getting put back together. That that activity within your body even though it's subconscious activity act actively takes and uses more calories mm-hmm. so if you do if you're looking at an hour of running versus an hour of weightlifting in that hour you may be able to burn 20 more percent 20 20 percent more of your calories during running right mm-hmm but throughout the next two or three days, that lifting session is still going to be burning calories. So, so in a sense, you're getting getting the effect of being in the gym for a much longer period of time. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> I was laughing, uh, Austin, why you said that, because I was just thinking about I had legs day last week and my legs were sore for two days. And I was like, oh, my goodness. So I said I must have been doing a lot of healing during those days oh yeah that's exactly what's going on (laughs) oh boy i could hardly walk (laughs) well that means you're doing something right yeah we got to make sure we're doing yoga in between and we don't want to be stuck like that all the time Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's good that's That's good that's good that's what we're looking for so you said stretching in between I, i was you said so you need to do yoga stretching in between those um, when you're not doing the uh, heavy weight lifting, yes, some some type of movement. It doesn't have to be like a. Again, it comes down to consistency over perfection. So my yoga routine, personally, may take me five minutes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and that's it. And that's very okay. It doesn't need to be anything more than five minutes. It needs to be something that you can fit in at the end of every day. So mm-hmm. if that's picking two stretches that you really like 
for loosening up the hips and doing those at the end of every day, then that's that's it. But finding something daily where you're moving just a little bit, at least, is going to be a huge help in getting the soreness going quickly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It hurt, but I, I made myself stretch my legs through it because I didn't want to be more sore because I didn't move at all. Because at night when you go to sleep, it's like you wake up and it's really sore. So I try to make sure when I get up, like you said, to stretch those legs, stretch your arms, because if not, it'll be even more sore, it seems like. Yeah. So it's <laughs> it's kind of a weird catch-22 with that, right? Mm-hmm. It's like if you work out, you're sore. If you work out and you don't work out again, you're more sore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you work out and you do work out again, then you're less sore. And so it's kind of like <laughs> just, just getting people to, in general, move through the soreness, right? You don't have to do a heavy workout on the day that you're super sore. Mm-hmm. But just getting up and moving around somewhat will, will really help process that a lot faster. Mm-hmm. So Austin, everyone, uh, you know, always wants to know what is the fastest way to lose weight? So there are a couple answers to that. Uh, I grew up coaching multiple different sports, but one of the ones that I've helped coach is wrestling. So you learn a lot about weight cuts that different kind of combat sports use. Like I could realistically, when people ask me that question, it's like, I could take 30 pounds off you in the next two days. It's going to be a miserable process. It's not going to be fun. You're going to mm-hmm. feel terrible. It's it's going to look like you've had a, a life-changing experience. Like it's not going to be, it's not going to be fun, but I mean, anything is possible. Once we add in pulling off water weight and, and all of that, typically mm-hmm. when people ask me that it's like, Okay, do you want do you want the fastest way to lose weight or do you want to know what's gonna keep that weight going? Because mm-hmm. I can tell you the fastest. The fastest is gonna hurt a lot though. And the fastest is probably gonna result in that weight coming back the fastest. Mm-hmm. So typically the 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 answer I give for what's the fastest way to lose weight is more along the lines of go find your favorite, your favorite kind of guilt food or cheat food whether that be ice cream or milkshakes or anything like that go find that food and then i'm going to teach you a recipe for giving getting a high protein low calorie version of that food Mm. and we're just going to do that food by food right Mm -hmm. dessert by dessert food item by food item the longer we do that the longer that weight stays gone and the more likely that we're really getting rid of body fat. So typically, because when I hear that question, I think, okay, so this is something that you've done before. And then we find out, yeah, we we may have had some, it, it kind of called yo-yo dieting, but may have mm-hmm. had where weight's disappearing and then snapping right back and then disappearing and snapping right back. So the fastest way to lose it and and keep it gone, I would say, is is find something sustainable for a long period of time, right? So favorite foods, how are we going to edit these recipes to be high protein, low calorie? 
and say mm-hmm. this is the fastest way of of doing it healthfully. That's good. Well, you know, Austin, thank you for being a part of the podcast today. I have really enjoyed this has been some valuable and uh, thankful information that you don't have to stress out. You don't have to work out seven days a week, but there is a plan. And Austin has this um, a plan for where he works with men, but I'm sure you work with women if we ask you, right, Austin? <laughs> uh, to I, get that I information. It, it just kind of became <laughs> like, hey, you want to advertise the thing you're the best at. And when right. I got started in this, it was coming <laughs> off of coming off of coaching kids into coaching adults. And a lot of where that started was me being a football coach. So a lot uh-huh. of it was just football dads. That's yeah. kind, of, uh, kind of how I got my start. So the advertising is more so advertise what you're best at, right? But yeah. That's I, right. I <laughs> That's right. I, but I, he I helps fathers. But you know what? He he. If you want to get in shape, again, you see the pictures. He can help you out. <laughs> so would you let listeners know how we could get in touch with you? So I, I usually just have, it's in my, it's an application link. It's both in my LinkedIn and in my Instagram, either, either one of those, or I can send you that link itself. Okay. Basically that's going to go through and it'll, it'll collect some of your information and then I can reach out to you from there on, on what we might want to do for you exactly to, to make it happen. It's kind of like we talked about, everybody's going to be a little bit different. I mm-hmm. know on on the top of my head, I can give you a diet right now that would work 100% if you were willing to follow it. But it's kind of like if you're not willing to follow that diet, then that's we're back to square one. So mm-hmm. that's that's kind of the I guess the biggest thing is finding out. Uh, like if as far as closing messages, what I would what I would tell people, find something you like doing, whether that's the kind of food you're eating, the kind of exercise you're doing. Finding something you like doing and not feeling like you have to overdo it is going to keep you doing this for a lot longer than forcing yourself to try something because somebody on Instagram said it worked. Believe me, mm-hmm. I've done both. <laughs> right. one, of, one of them hurts, one of them doesn't. It's kind of <laughs> a pretty, pretty simple result. Only one of them only one of them doesn't hurt long term. So looking for looking for your best game plan and then making sure we stick to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Austin, I, I like I said, I've loved everything that you said because that's me. I don't want to be miserable. I want to enjoy life, you know, and not have to feel miserable in the right. process of getting healthy. You know, you just don't want that. Well, I feel like that's kind of the reason people get healthy is so they can enjoy life. So it's mm-hmm. like, do I do I tell somebody that they have to not enjoy life to enjoy life? That sounds a little crazy. <laughs> right. I don't think I can be that guy. Right. But, uh, <laughs> that's true. Because you got, I mean, you have to enjoy. You don't. You can. You can do things in moderation. I'm learning. You can do things in moderation. You just don't overdo it. You know. And you exactly. that's where discipline comes in. So exactly. You, you have to make that sacrifice. But like I told uh, my sister and I share with her sometimes, I'm not going to be miserable. I'm going to eat what I want. I may not eat it all the time. I may not eat it 
you know, every day, but I am going to give myself a splurge day because I went uh, to, and I might not say the name on here, but I had went to a consultation and I was asking the individual, I said, well, can I, um, you know, have a cheat day? And they was like, no. And I was like, well, I'm not going to pay my money because I, 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 you know, I won't go through with it because, right. you know, you have to have something, a little leeway. So I wasn't going to waste my money. <laughs> exactly and that's and that's kind of how i look to to build everything as far as my program goes it's like look if you can feel like every day is a cheat day am i gonna have you cheating ever no that's, that is, that is <laughs> yeah. the question that i ask myself right. so that's why i'm yeah. always saying hey i gotta i gotta figure out what this person likes to pick the right foods for this person to make sure that right this person is going to be successful because that's what it's all about. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, listeners, I'll have the information for Austin uh, in the notes and you can check that out and you can find him and be able to get in touch with him and let him work with you in order to get you a plan that will work best with you so that you can have meals that you can still enjoy that is close to the things that you enjoy and you'll be able to start seeing some progress in your journey to being more healthy. So thank you today again, Austin, for being a part of the show. And we really appreciate you having you on today. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much. And you have a great day. Thanks. You too. All right, listeners, until next time, have a wonderfully blessed day. Thank you for listening to Tasty Tidbits with Dr. Tiffany Watkins. If you're enjoying the show, feel free to subscribe, rate, and share with your friends. To learn more about Dr. Tiffany, check out her blog on goodreads.com or visit her website at www.renewedfaithministriesinc.com. Until next time, stay blessed.